what is up my dudes oh my goodness it's been so long y'all it's been the longest month ever like not in really a good way not a particularly bad way but just not not the best i've been feeling really off lately quite frankly it's been for a while i mean i kind of when i think back to it i feel like i've been off since before christmas i feel like it started in december i don't know I really don't know. I just haven't been feeling my I haven't been feeling bad. There's plenty of days and moments where I feel very light and my best. However, it just I feel my my spark has been off and my magnetism has been off. But we'll get more into that in a second. Because we need to start this off properly because this is these are This is these are the vibes with me, Abby, your fave bitch. Let's get let's get into it the right way. I just want to catch y'all up on life lately. So it's currently the end of March. I literally have not recorded since early February, which makes me upset. But you know what? I needed a freaking break. I have just been kind of go, go, go for a very long time now. You know, sometimes the podcast just kind of takes a back seat. Hate to say it, but I mean, I mean, I work three jobs. I'm a student. I have a social life. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes these are the vibes is not my main priority, though I wish it could be. I wish I could just leave it all and make podcasts and vlogs and all that stuff for the rest of my life. But for now, this is where we're at. Abby's a student. She works. And this is kind of a side hustle of mine. Not that it earns me any money yet. Yeah, so it's been hella busy. Mostly with work. I love my jobs. I'll start off with that. However, they do keep me very busy. I'm still working at Free People, which I love. I'm one of the top stylists. Yeah, I don't know. I've really fallen in love with that job because it connects me to so many people. And I realized I was actually contemplating quitting for a bit. But every time I go there, go to work, I feel so happy just connecting with other people, that other all the customers that come in. And kind of being someone that... You know, we get girlies that come in that are visiting Boulder and they're in high school and they ask me all these questions and they look up to me and I just remember when I was in their shoes. It's kind of crazy how I'm on the other side now and how I'm comfortable with where I am and have been kind of t- taken my life by the reins. You know, that wasn't always me and now I can be kind of a guiding light for other young women that come in I feel like hope to somewhat be like me that sounds kind of conceited but I don't mean it like that you know what I mean but yeah so I I really do love that job and I intend on keeping it for however long it's appropriate for so I've been I'm about seven I think I've taught about like seven spin classes now and oh my gosh I love it the classes aren't huge they're at the just my school gym so not a ton of people show up But I really do love it. I've gotten so much better at creating playlists and plans. It used to take me hours, y'all. Like, oh my God, so bad. But now I've really gotten like a feel for it. And it's awesome. And I just feel so comfortable in front of people. And I have a little like Hannah Montana microphone. And it's just such a good time. And I like, again, people looking up to me. I remember when I was in their shoes. It's just kind of crazy. And it's taught me so much about how to be motivating and what kind of And it's made me reflect on what have I always looked for in instructors and teachers. 
and just people I look up to and what motivates me and what can I say to make them feel good because honestly y'all I'm not student because I love spin I have not loved spin for a long time at all I literally did not like it at all until last semester it's kind of crazy how that happened but there's just so many fucked up things in mindsets behind exercise at least like I have the control to be one instructor and one role model fitness guide that I know that I am saying things that I believe in that I want others to believe in and adopt that healthy balanced moderation mindset that I was taught and that helps me that helped me rebuild my connection with exercise so yeah that's been super cool and also super exciting I am now certified to teach yoga sculpt at core power this was very last minute and I'm just so excited to do that as well yeah so I'm doing a lot of instructing now and I did not think my life would take this turn but I'm not mad about it at all that's been what's keeping me busy y'all the core power training was a lot. Oh my god, I was so exhausted. Like, I loved it, but it was just so exhausting. Like, it was just mad chaturangas for hours, y'all. Like, hella downward dogs. Worth it in the end. I'll start instructing soon. We're on spring break right now, which was so needed. I literally could not be bothered to do anything last week <laughs> with school or, like, life in general. I just was so freaking done. I don't know, it's been a really interesting spring break I'd say you know I'm I'm not the kind of person that wants to go to Cabo or like Mexico or anything and just like drink and party all freaking week and do that shit like sure that I mean it does sound fun I'm not gonna lie does sound fun and people love it and like good for them like I wish that was me but I know me and I know I wish that that I could be like actually no I don't wish I could be like that Sure, I'd enjoy it for like a day, but when it's break, Shadi needs a break. I party every weekend. Like, why would I want to do that for a whole week just because I don't have school, you know? I love my friends so dearly, but my friends are my family now. And I don't know about y'all, but I always need a break from my family. I love them, but I can't be in close quarters with them for too long without needing a break. I'm an extrovert. However, I do have like introverted tendencies. I noticed that I need alone time to recharge even away from my best friends i just need this intentional alone time to come back to myself and recharge re-energize realign do the things i've been meaning to do and been putting off for however long and i realized this the other day so i was in taos new mexico for a couple days super cool new mexico is not what i thought it would be like however I was in very northern New Mexico because we went skiing in Taos. Probably some of the best skiing I've had in my life. So I get there. Um, I drive with, you know, Cece, Ellie, my friend Aiden, and our friend Annabelle drove us. And there's like three other cars of people. A lot of people went. Well, not like a lot, but a good number. We all split this cute little Airbnb. It was kind of like an A-frame, and it was just really nice. It was in this really quiet quiet like forest and it was just super sick however (laughs) however shawty doesn't do well when there's a lot of people that i don't really know that well and i don't have any control over really anything i didn't have a car we were at least two miles from any type of civilization i didn't have a lot of like food for me to cook or 
eat besides like trail mix and granola bars. <laughs> I like I know I'm recovered and I do value and promote balance in a diet. With that being said, however, if you value healthy whole food eating, that's okay. And I do. And so it was just a little tough. You know, they it was just tough because some people awesome for them. A couple of my friends are great at organizing these big trips and making it easy and affordable for everybody. I hate to be the challenging one, but I am who I am and whatever. But you know, we plan they plan meals and it's like for breakfast, cinnamon rolls or pancakes and bacon. Or and then like for dinner, it's just like, you know, mass produced like ground beef tacos and over Fritos or something and pasta and marinara sauce. And that's all fine. Like, trust me, but it's not what makes me feel good. I need balance. I need a whole complete meal. And I, I don't know, like it just doesn't. And I also don't eat like bacon or red meat. So that was also tough. I still struggle sometimes with letting myself like be more free with snacking. I'll admit that and I'm still working on it. And when I have like, I'm around like Oreos or other sweets that I don't often have around me, not because I don't let myself buy them, I just don't think to because I don't often crave stuff like that. I say like, oh, fuck it and eat till I feel bad about myself. And, you know, I'm out of my normal movement, going to the gym or running or spinning. However, I did go skiing, like hella skiing, y'all. Like, it was amazing. It was the best powder day ever. I went off by myself the first day and it was just, uh, more on that in a second. But anyways, yeah, my mental health and body image definitely took a toll <laughs> over this trip because I was out of my routine and I just didn't have a lot of recharging time and I just felt bad. And, you know, it's amazing how powerful body image is. And right now I'm in kind of a in kind of a bad place with it. I just feel not my most confident and I feel like I've really changed and it's hitting me in a weird way right now and I feel very hyper aware of every like nook and cranny of my body and I know this phase will pass once I start getting back into my routine and into a new little groove, but right now it's just a little uncomfortable and I feel better now. You know, I got home today and I've had some good time alone. Keep in mind, y'all, my body hasn't been like this for very long. I was very, very underweight for so many years of my life. <laughs> I And like last year even, like though I was more recovered last year, I still, my body hadn't caught up. I hardly filled out like my jeans or anything like that. And it's almost like I have this new body right now. Like, even, like, my freaking boobs grew. Like, I'm not even kidding. It's so weird. <laughs> but I have more of an adult figure now. And I'm strong and I'm in shape and it's great. But some days, it's not always so easy to be in this new body. And though people may think I look so much better and I look so great and so strong and healthy, it's a lot for me in, in my head. And I'm sure anyone else who's been through the recovery and weight restoration process can also relate to this. It's tough. And just because you may look better to someone and you may look healthier, it doesn't make it easier if someone compliments you like, oh, you look so good, you look so great. It doesn't, it doesn't make it easier because your body is your home and it's like 
you like renovated your body. It's to the point where you're like, what the fuck is this place? Like, I don't know. And it doesn't mean it's bad. It's just different. And some days are easier than others to be in this new home. That is my body. (laughs) And recently it's been a little, it's been tough, but I'm still getting along just fine. (laughs) Better than I have in the past when I have bad body image. So I'm proud of myself and I should pat myself on the back. Let me do that right now. Great. I pat myself on the back. You got to do that every now and again. Anyways, I feel like I've been rambling on for a long, long, long time. I need to get into my shout out as well. And then I'll get back into my story and my whole point of this podcast. My shout out goes to my friend Sabrina. Sabrina and I met over Instagram, actually. My Abundantly Abby account and her health account. Uh, we followed each other because we found out we were both both from Boulder at the time. And so we just found each other on there. I kind of forget how we started talking, but I think she like DM'd me and I DM'd her back and we just started like chatting a lot over Instagram and then over text. We would text a lot. And I remember we meant to meet up over like first semester sometime, but we just never did. And we finally got coffee a couple months ago and we became friends like really quickly i want to give sabrina this shout out because she just moved to california for a new job and i'm so proud of her because she's been looking for a new gig for so long and she's been in boulder for so long and i'm so happy you got out and are starting a new adventure even though it's hard like it has to be so freaking hard to be in a completely new state by yourself starting a new job by yourself. Sabrina, I'm stoked for you, and I know you're going to do great things. I know you're going to settle in, and I can't wait to come visit you. And I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful grateful to have someone like you in my life that relates to a lot of the the thoughts I have and the values I have because I'm I'm really lucky. A new segment I'm going to do. My mother suggested I incorporate a new segment, a regular regular episode segment. So shout-out Nicole for... The constructive criticism we love. We love the constructive criticism. There's always room to improve. So what is Abby loving currently? Because don't we all want to know what I'm loving currently? I know I do. What am I loving recently? Oh my gosh. What a question. Well, I just, so I just got a new like drip coffee maker thing on Amazon. Like the glass thing with the coffee filter in the top. And you put the grounds in it and the hot water and all that jazz. And I've been loving that recently. It just seems like a nice ritual to add to my morning as opposed to just the K-cups I would use. I'd always use a Keurig and that's totally legit. Like I, you know, whenever in a, in a pinch when I need coffee, which is a lot, <laughs> my K-cups come to the rescue. But it has just been like a really nice, immersive, mindful ritual in my morning to get out my gr- oh, I've been using Chamberlain coffee. I really love Ember Chamberlain's coffee. It's actually really good. And it's fair trade, which I love. I'm all about just, you know, not mass production and not inhumane work environments. So we love fair trade. And it's just like legitimately good coffee. I'm a snob with coffee. Like don't come near me with cheap shitty coffee, like that freaking Folgers crap. Sorry if you like that shit. But, ew, in my opinion. (laughs) Honestly, Emma Chamberlain's coffee is really good. I have the Night Owl blend. I took her quiz, and that is my character. 
that's also very fun because she has little characters. You take a quiz and it matches you to your proper coffee ground match. So we need a good blend to match your personality. So that is what Abby has been loving recently. Making my coffee with my fresh coffee grounds in the morning. And I've also kind of been enjoying like black coffee, which is really weird. I usually have a little like vanilla oat creamer in there. But something about the black coffee just is like, I feel like it just like zaps me with that caffeine a little bit more. And I've also been loving going to coffee shops and actually just getting their drip coffee instead of like a latte because I really get a taste of like what places legitimately have good coffee. When I was in Taos, I went to this one coffee shop twice. It was like right near a gas station, but it's called Just Joe's Coffee. Well, technically it was an Angel Fire in New Mexico, not Taos. Damn good coffee. And the vibe, it was a tiny little place, like way, like not bigger than my room, but it was great. We'd shoot up there right before going skiing or heading out this morning. And it was just chef's kiss. I want to do this episode on feeling off and what I've learned about feeling out of my spark, out of my vibes, out of my best energy, what's helped me move through these feelings gracefully pretty much everyone i've talked to recently my mom my roommates my co-workers my sisters well i haven't talked to my younger sister recently jenny if you're listening what the fuck is up like <laughs> are you alive i have not talked to you in a hot minute anyways a lot of people and then my mom has also told me that a lot of people have also talked to her about feeling off. So something's in the air I'm sensing. That also just brings me comfort. I'm like, I'm not the only one. I can't be the only one. The only one. So vibes have been off. Feelings have been off. And what I mean by off, at least in my terms and from my perception of this season, is that I haven't felt as bold as normal. I have been having more self-doubts. And holding myself back from talking to people that maybe I want to talk to. Or having these limiting thoughts that tell me people don't like me or aren't into me. And it's definitely been limiting. I think that kind of um, law of attraction. I'm putting out those thoughts into the world. And that's what it's giving me. Though I don't want it to. It just is. I believe in the law of attraction and this kind of karma-based living in universe and I feel that my own self-doubting beliefs or not even my it's not what I believe it's just what my mind is filling me with right now for whatever reason and so I think I'm putting that out there and also I've just been feeling low energy not really inspired going out and a lack of inspiration for a lot of things that used to bring me joy like this podcast, for example. I haven't been as motivated to do that. I haven't journaled a lot recently. I lost touch with a lot of things that made me me. And only in this past week have I reconnected with a lot of those things. And I've also just been feeling more irritable. I've definitely been getting more annoyed with Cece and Ellie recently. I don't know why. I Cece and Ellie, I love y'all so freaking much. Ellie told me just because I'm a fire sign, which I appreciate that explanation. I really do. Because, yes, I will blame it on my star sign wholeheartedly. But I also need to take some responsibility, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I've been more irritable. And just little things have been pissing me off. I don't like that. I don't like being mad. I don't like 
talking about people behind their backs and having passive annoyances with people that make me act aggressively. And that's just been happening a lot lately. So, yeah. So, let's dive into this, shall we? What have I learned from this rut of life? Because don't you all want my insight to this weird vibe of the universe at this current time? Yes, I know. I First, what needs to happen is you got to freaking let yourself just feel down. Let yourself feel weird and sad. And even if you don't understand the emotion and you don't have an explanation for it, so the fuck what? You don't question when you're happy. Do you? When you're happy or you're excited or whatever, you're not like, hmm, like why do I feel happy right now? Like, what the heck? No, no, I don't think you do that. I don't do that. So why do we question ourselves when we're sad or when we're frustrated or when we're nostalgic or melancholy or I don't know, just any type of quote negative emotion, which there are no negative emotions. They're just emotions. You can't have the good without the bad. Or, no, not, that's not what I meant. You can't have the light without the dark. No, I didn't mean that either. You can't have happy without sad. Hello. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. You're not going to appreciate the happy moments in life and the light feelings in life without the heavier ones and the more gray moments. Most of life is in the gray you know, not every moment is completely sad or completely happy. A lot of it's just like neutral experience and just a neutral existence. And I think that is what makes me feel dull at times. When I, I notice this happens when I don't have a lot of contact with people, when I'm just kind of alone a lot and doing a lot of mundane things. If nothing made me laugh that day, if nothing made me smile that day, if this this sounds like deep, but it's it's true for me. If nothing happened, something small or big in that day that assured me of my purpose in life or was like, oh, that gives me energy, then I just feel very poor. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing walking this earth right now? That sounds really dark, but like, it's not that dark. It's just, I didn't mean it like that. It's more... Just like, ugh, like, life is dumb right now. Like, what am I doing? You know? And I used to fight those feelings a lot and pretend I was okay and kind of go about my regular business of going out and seeing people. And, you know, I just kind of naturally snap into this sunshiny, positive person when I'm around people, which I'm fine with. Like, I I, I really am, like, feel that I am an optimistic person, that I, I am a life of a party, I'm not going to brag not trying to brag, but I'm fun. I'm positive. I like to converse with people and talk to people. And yeah. And so even if I'm feeling down nine times out of 10, if I'm around a lot of people, I'll, I'll seem like I'm fine. I just will. I think cause social, good social interaction does make me feel lighter. That's not my point. My point is I would kind of shove these feelings down because I feel like people expected from me that I am this positive person who is always so happy and optimistic and energy and bubbly. Well, I'm not like a bubbly person. I'm just, I mean, I am, but I'm not like, you know, like a giggly, like, <laughs> yay, sunshine rainbow. Like, like, it's not me. That was also really cringy. I'm so sorry. I didn't let myself 
feel these feelings because I have realized (laughs) I'm afraid of being sad. I am. I associate being sad with being depressed and I appreciate and I associate being depressed with when I was suffering a lot with my eating disorder and I don't want to be in that area of my life again and so I struggle I don't really let myself be sad because I think I think my brain is traumatized and thinks that that's what that means oh I'm sad okay I'm back in my eating disorder like that's what it means to me and so I haven't really accepted that being sad is a normal part of being a human also my sadness wasn't always welcomed or you know very neutralized by my family uh, when I was going through my eating disorder. Of course, I, I love them, and I'm not angry at anyone in my family for it. But, you know, they did contribute to some of my fears of being sad, whether it was calling me Eeyore, <laughs> which hurt, or, you know, complaining about how I brought down the vibes and like oh abby like can you stop just like being so depressing like you bring down the energy whenever you're around and i would apologize for that stuff like i had something to apologize for which is kind of fucked up again i'm not angry at my family for it because i doubt they really realized the impact of what they said even if they didn't mean it like that (laughs) it still hurt me and that goes for anything in life y'all it doesn't matter how anyone meant anything. If it affected you in some type of way, then that's it. That's the end of the discussion. And just because they didn't mean it intentionally to make you feel bad about something you said or feel or do, if it made you feel bad, then that again, like that's it, period. It made you feel bad. All you need from that, like all I wanted from my family and I got this from my older sister, which I appreciate, was just a neutral apology of just like, yep, just acknowledging that that happened, being like, yep, I did say that, and I'm sorry. I didn't realize that it hurt you like that. It's all I need. (laughs) I'm getting off topic. I could talk about that for a long time. But anyways, yeah, just letting myself be sad has been monumental. I remember after talking to my therapist a couple weeks ago about how I was feeling and how off I was and just like not happy, I broke down and I haven't cried in forever. I was like shaking, sobbing just because all these feelings I held down. She compared it to a beach ball that you hold underwater and the farther down that you hold it, the higher up it's going to explode and just like emerge out of the water and that's what happened with my emotions because I was stuffing down these feelings of sadness and nostalgia and insecurity for so long that they just exploded out of me when I hold it things down like that my body image gets affected my sleep gets affected everything just kind of gets out of whack And it's just as like a domino effect of like all aspects of my life just kind of go down a little bit. That's why our feelings and acknowledging our feelings and letting our feelings freaking happen is so important because it could just stop a domino effect of other aspects of your life going downhill. And it also tells 
your mind and your body that you're going to accept whatever happens to it neutrally and that there's nothing to be afraid of with emotions. That's a big thing I've learned. And that whole day, I remember I just laid down and cried and listened to sad music and didn't make myself do anything the rest of the day like I normally would. I'm so on all the time, y'all. It's just my chemistry. I never let myself nap or just like go slow about my day or, you know, I don't say no to things. And I finally let myself just do that. And it felt good. This leads me to my next tip for getting through negative feelings like this is to let someone in about it. Because when you hide it, you're kind of telling yourself that people aren't going to accept you for having sad, for feeling sad or depressed or off. My therapist asked me, like, how would you feel if Cece or Ellie or any of your friends came up to you and told you that they were feeling sad and feeling off? And I said, like, I would be so there for them and be at their service for whatever they need. Like, if they need alone time, I'd give them that. I'm still their friend and I still love them. And I still know who they are at their core. And just because they're feeling off doesn't change my perception of them or make me want to hang out with them less. But for some reason, to like I, I apply those rules differently to me where I give myself this narrative of, oh, I'm feeling sad, so I can't let my friends know because then they're going to look at me differently and not want to be my friend anymore, which is so not true. I don't know. I don't know where that narrative comes from, but it's there. So I encourage you to challenge that if you feel that same way or are embarrassed about your feelings. Like, why would you ever need to be embarrassed about your feeling? You have no control over that. But there's someone you trust, a good friend. Honestly, it helps when it's a friend. It really deepens a friendship when you can let a friend in during that time and have a friend that you, like, I don't know about y'all, like, where y'all are in life, but I'm very far away from my family, anyone in my family. I like it that way. I love my family. Again, that sounds really bad. I like to be, I, I like to be on my own. That's what I mean. <laughs> I do miss my family a lot, but I like being alone. <laughs> I feel like I'm shitting on my family. I'm so sorry, y'all. I love you guys so much. Please know that. And I'm just like wording a lot of things very poorly right now. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, but yeah, I was like, like this is my family. My friends are my family, basically. My good friends are my family. So I remember telling, like, I was like, I really just want Cece right now. Like, I remember thinking that when I was allowing myself to be sad because Cece, Ellie, and I are all very open about our emotions. It's probably one of the healthiest friendships I've ever had. I have a lot of friends now that I can confidently say will always be there for me no matter what I'm feeling and no matter what I need to talk about, which is so different than what life was like growing up with my friends. But I texted Cece and I asked when she would be home. And then I just straight up was like, I'm really sad right now. And I really just want you, like, I just need you here. And she came home and, like, we just took a, like, we laid down. And she was like, do you want to talk or do you just want to, like, cry? And I was like, I just need to cry. And we took a little nap. And it was just nice to have someone be there with me and know that she's going to be there for me no matter what in times when I'm happy and in times when I'm sad. And so that's like major. I really, really hope that you guys have someone around you in your close circle 
that you can lean on in times when you need to lean on someone because even if it's uncomfortable for you to open up to someone like that, trust me, it'll make it so much better just to have somebody know what you're going through and what you need because then you're not going the battle alone and putting up a front for everyone. Even if you put up a front for other people, at least you have that one person that knows you and what's going on for you and can be there to support you no matter what. It's major. Another tip I have for this offness is go back to the basics. Sleep, stress, diet, movement, boom. We need those things in check. Sleep, big one. I can't really advocate for this, (laughs) but I will tell you, I have been going to bed so early over the spring break just because we've been like not really having much to do in that little cabin in New Mexico and also skiing and stuff, but I went to, I'd be going to bed at like 11 or 10.30 and getting up at like 6.30 and I just, I felt so energized for once. Like usually when I wake up early after going to bed at like one, I am so exhausted and I feel like hungover about how tired I am, even though I'm not. It's kind of nuts just how um how much sleep can really help you and help your mindset and sleep is so important and I wish I valued it more and I mean I do value it I just don't practice it enough but I it really is so important times like this to get your rest and let your body rest and reset with stress if low-hanging fruit let's say you're stressed out because you have a busy day and your friend asked you to go get coffee but like that's stressing you out because that's gonna add another hour of non-productive time that you need reschedule with your friend they'll understand no worries be honest hey i'm stressed i'm feeling weird i need time today all good you know if you can get off of work if you don't need that money that one day see if you can get off of work if there's a class that's not that important like this sounds i'm not encouraging you to skip class go to class y'all but if you're really just not having a good day and you're exhausted and going to classes class bleh, going to class is literally going to make you cry then don't go take a nap take a walk and then diet movement i don't mean this in like a heavy way but emphasize you know some good a good three meals a day get your breakfast do not skip breakfast oh my goodness coffee is not breakfast it's not cool to skip breakfast yeah also i've noticed a big difference in like actually eating lunch i used to like i wouldn't like skip lunch but i just used to not really like make anything for lunch i just would like snack during lunch and a just snacking for a meal makes me feel like i overate which makes me feel bad and b i'm not as full for that long and so i just feel like low energy and then i'm like why am i hungry again at like four o'clock and then i like can't focus so Emphasizing those three good meals a day, have your have a treat, allow yourself some treats because that'll just keep you all in balance and that's good. And then movement, move your body once a day, y'all. Yoga, great. Punching the air because you're pissed off, awesome. Going for a walk, love it. Irish dancing, do it. Weightlifting, sick. Coming to my spin class on Mondays at 11, awesome gold star. (laughs) 
but you all get what I'm saying. Back to the basics. This brings me to my final point and my final piece of advice for rough times like this. And that is to really spend intentional alone time with yourself. This is a big one for me. And that brings me to this past trip I had and like last week and just all those things. So I could spend all time alone. I really could. I could spend all time with people or all time alone. Both is, you know, mixed. Balance. Hello, balance is great. But I love alone time. And recently, you know, since I've been off, like every alone time I get, I all the alone time I get, I kind of just like, I heard this, what, what podcast was it? Oh, I think it was honestly Call Her Daddy. Um, it was like a quote by Mel Robbins, or not a quote, but just something she talked about. It was called like revenge procrastination, where you feel, where, you know, you spend, you know, maybe hours before bed um, on your phone, just scrolling through TikTok or scrolling through Instagram or whatever it may be just doing something really lazy that doesn't necessarily leave you feeling good, but you do it because your whole day was taken up by class or work or other obligations that you're like, I need to get this time back to procrastinate and do nothing. So I'm going to stay up late and like do just that, even though it'll make me feel shitty. And that's what that is. And that's what I kind of gave into, I've been giving into a lot recently. I've been trying to, you know, limit my phone time more again because I was good about it for a while and then I got into the habit again of like going on my phone right when I wake up or right before I go to bed and it just doesn't make me feel good at all. And really going back to that, again, that intentional alone time is just so big. So I remember I talked about in like my last podcast how I hadn't been skiing very often and I said like, oh, I don't know if I like it. I don't know. And this whole semester of kind of, or not semester, just for the past couple months, month. I don't even know what time is anymore, but I've just been feeling like I don't like skiing. I'm like, I don't like skiing. I'm not a skier, whatever. It makes me stressed. It makes me like, I don't want to do it. And I just kind of felt sad because I put it off and I stopped going. And I realized now like that made me really sad. Like I'd watch my friends go skiing and I was like, fuck, like why, why did I not go? This past trip in Taos, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go skiing. Like, whatever, I don't really care. And that morning when we were first going, I remember I I was in the lodge. I called my mom and I just started crying because I just needed to cry. And I just felt off. And I was like, I don't want to ski. I don't know if I like it anymore. And also just other things. Like, I feel like, you know, the whole whole shebang would have been saying pretty much. It was a good conversation. It was a good little cry talk to my mommy I love doing that I call my mom so much and I don't have shame about it anyways after that after I hung up with my mom she was like oh I'll call you back later like maybe you can just go like walk around you know the little ski village and see what's up well I was like you know what it is dumping snow out there I'm in Taos what the hell like I'm gonna go skiing and I'm gonna go alone because I love skiing alone it's so nice but I was really pissed off because my headphones weren't working. I had this great ski playlist. It's so good. I listened to it at the gym today, and I was like, God damn, this is a good playlist. But yeah, I didn't have my music. But that's okay. Because I got up on that chair for the first time in like a, f- a lot of, several weeks. And 
I was like, God damn, this feels so good. I love being up here and just seeing that gorgeous, gorgeous view. Yes, it's this like the same like, oh, there's mountains everywhere every time you go up on a chairlift in Colorado or the West or the Rockies. But it's so different everywhere. Every location has a unique look. Like I could tell you what Copper Mountain looks like, like for, for my imagination, but you know, every place is different and it's just so cool. But going up in that first chair and just, you know, I think, I, oh yeah, my first chair, I sat next to this one like old guy who lives right in Taos and he was teleskiing and I don't know, I just talked to him for a while and then he like wanted to show me how teleskiing works because like I'm so fascinated by it. it I just love those chairlift talks because everyone's just so friendly on the mountain. You just make so many cool friends and like the lifties are always just so hype. And they're just like these awesome old guys with long beards and long hair. And you're just like, God damn, I want to be you. Um, but anyways, I went skiing by myself for like four hours. And it was so great. I It was amazing pow day. Oh my God. And I just was swerving and just was talking to myself. And I just got so excited. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I feel so just ecstatic right now. And just so alive like I miss this This is what I love doing and I just was skiing down I just was like swerving down this run and my arms are out and I was just like oh my god like I feel so good it really reconnected me with that and also I used to go for a lot of walks in the morning outside um to like Chautauqua or anywhere and I had stopped doing that since class started but I one day after my first class, I decided to go for a run, and it was a really nice day. And I just, I ran to Chautauqua, but then I just felt so connected to nature around me. And I just was climbing rocks and, like, hugging trees. I sound, like, so hippie right now, but I, I'm sorry. I don't really give a fuck. That shit gives me life. But I just was listening to this, what was I listening to? Like, Big Wild and, like, Goth Babe and all those kinds of artists and I just felt so good and connected and I felt like the world the nature was talking to me I'm not gonna lie it was and it felt good to be back out there and it's really just made me realize how much being outside and in the mountains heals me today I actually I went to the wreck for a while and that felt good and I I mean it did feel good but then I kind of had a moment where like like towards the end where I was like I just feel so shitty about my body I was trying to shake those feelings and, you know, reaffirming to myself, like, I'm still so loved. I know my mind is, like, more powerful than right now than, like, what I know to be true. And I know people love me and think I'm beautiful for who I am. But it just, like, wasn't really clicking. You know, know, like, I think people always, like, overemphasize the affirmations sometimes. Like, sometimes you're just like, yeah, fuck that. Like, I feel like shit. And that's okay. I feel like that as well. I was like, you know what? I'm leaving. I listened to just good, like, John Mayer, mainly John Mayer. I went to a playground, and I sat on a swing, and I swung around for, like, 15 minutes, and I was so happy. And I was just wearing, like, my sneakers and, like, my denim button-up. My hair's in a high ponytail, and I was just, like, listening. I didn't give a fuck about who saw me. I was just like, you know what, like... I need this right now, and I just felt so happy. Like playing outside makes me feel. I guess all come come, but it all comes back to being outside, and just that 
reconnecting with things when you're feeling off just reconnecting with yourself and doing those things that you can be at peace and get a a sense of energy out of no matter what that is maybe it's dancing maybe it's singing maybe it's yoga or you know driving your car around or you know creating you know painting or cooking or i don't know making codes on your computer i'm just trying to speak to a wide variety of audiences but you get what i'm saying and so just knowing yourself and just going back down to that root of like what energizes me what grounds me where can i reconnect with who i am and doing that will really help you and give you the hope that you're going to come out of this and there are still things in this world that bring you joy i don't know i'm kind of still in a rut but it's okay i feel a different kind of energy since my trip to taos whoa wait which actually like blows my mind because before i went my mom was like oh my god like that's just a really spiritually awakening place people say and just there's a lot of like energy and just high vibes there and i was like "Ooh, word like i'm down and i bought this beautiful turquoise ring was it out of my budget oh absolutely it was but i love turquoise and i needed one from new mexico I'm sorry, I just did. Like, I'm not going to New Mexico. I'm not buying a ring. It's just not going to happen. And I feel like it's really kind of like my my crystal and just that trip of the, you know, I was outside. Like, I hung out the window driving and just it felt like I was in a different country, this place. And I came home, did my, I've been doing my thing, and I feel like, there's something new here and I'm realizing my worth and I'm realizing that I need to cut out some things that make me feel bad and I feel motivated and I feel like it's just been this really slow process of coming back to myself this past month and a half I'll say and so I encourage you if you're also feeling off try what I just said and be patient with yourself is the biggest thing because It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be in a few days, in a few weeks. It might be a while. And that's okay because the longer it takes, the more sustainable it will be. And take this time to learn about yourself. Maybe you don't know what makes you light up inside and feel free. Use this time to do something new. I think that's like another like mini tip I have for times when you're feeling off is to just do something new. Like move... My, we have this old friend. Her name is Jerry. She's an ex-nun. She's fabulous. She's my grandma's friend. But then now she's my mom's friend. And I consider her a friend. Because I think we all need like an 80-year-old woman friend. Like, just saying. Who's also like into crystals and stars and, you know, spirituality. Like, we all need a friend. Like, like and she's literally an ex-nun. Like, what more could you ask for in a lady? But anyways... What she always says is when things are feeling off is to move energy. And my God, I keep that with me so much. 
my mom always says it to me when I call her feeling sad or off. She always says to move energy, Abby, like do something, go outside, do something new, talk to someone new, ask someone new to hang out, pick up a hobby that you've been curious about, go to a new like store that you've been curious about, wander, do anything that is different than what you normally do switch it up because maybe you're feeling off because what you're doing right now isn't meant for you anymore and maybe it's a sign that is telling you that your life is hitting a rut a wall and it's time to take a turn and that's okay because you know you're not you're, you change so much that you're not going to be into the same shit forever I don't know about y'all, but like, I can't do the same thing every day. And when I do, this happens. (laughs) Hello. All in all, we're going to get through this, y'all. We're all going to accept how we feel. We're going to tell people about how we feel that we love and trust. We're going to take care of ourselves in the most basic form. I didn't mention to drink your water. Drink your water. And we're going to try new things and spend time with ourselves i always say it don't spend time by yourself spend time with yourself and move energy move that damn energy and my friends we are going to move past this weird lull of life together and i have faith i have a new energy and a new motivation that is pushing me forward right now will this last how I don't know how, how long will this last i don't know but as of right now i feel good so i'm not going to create my own style in the meantime i hope you guys take care of yourselves i w- i love your feedback rate this podcast if you like it great rate it like that if you don't sorry but tell me what else i can do you know Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being patient with me. I really appreciate the patience in giving me this time to come back to myself. And I can't wait to talk to you guys more. In the meantime, until we speak again, I hope you all keep up those solid, solid vibes. Later.